America's public enemy number one Make sure everything in the United States going okay. is drug abuse. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being full of shit right now. Dirty wars erupted, sanctioned by the Philippines' new president. His orders to his people and his police kill them. Yeah. Welcome to episode number four. It's your boy Tim and uh, Dave. What's up, Dave? Yo, what's up, man? Nothing, man. Just enjoying my night. It's a good night. Friday. It's Friday night. We got it going on. We got... We made a good plan to get together tonight. And, uh... Some rambunctiousness going on, I think. Yeah. In the, uh... In the drug bust world. We're gonna get off to a uh, start here talking about cannabis instead of methamphetamines. <laughs> Nothing's happening, man. I'm just not used to it. I'm not used to, you know, I'm used to meth. Like the, It's been all this time and we start off, meth is the big drug nowadays, man. I don't know why. Why does the world have to be so tuned up? We need. It's you're either up or down. It's always been that struggle. It's always been uppers, downers, volumes, amphetamines, volumes. I mean, volumes. <laughs> volumes. I got volumes of volumes, dude. The volumes of them. But the story at hand comes from the Eugene, Oregon uh, news, ABC Channel 13, KVAL, KVAL, out in Oregon there. They busted a guy with 6,700 pounds of marijuana in Idaho. Not hemp. Not hemp. It is hemp, though. It is hemp. That's the thing. They're in Idaho where marijuana is illegal, and they brought this dog, uh, the dogs in and all the stuff, and they're charging this guy. So hemp is legal to grow in Oregon, and they were shipping it to Colorado. Somebody in Colorado, I think it was Colorado, bought it. Somebody in Colorado bought the hemp. Um, I should really link to the story after. I have the story that happened. There's another story published after this one. Um, The independent lab proved that this was hemp because it was under 0.03% THC. So this is the original story that they busted. They pulled this guy over. The Idaho State Police um, pulled him over... uh, after he went through a way, went by a way in, or he went to a way in, and it was, uh, and they had 7,000 pounds. So it was a company that bought hemp from someone in Oregon where it's legal, and they were shipping it to Colorado, I believe, where it's legal, and they were going through Idaho, and they got pulled over. And this guy got arrested for drug trafficking and is on a $100,000 bail, and he's just the truck driver between the fucking two companies in the States. You know what I mean? So this is a travesty, man. You have, why wouldn't you use common sense right here? So the story that follows up here, and maybe we can uh, find the new story because I, 
I had the link to that earlier, and it's probably on the same site. Um, if we go to the the latest news here, let's see if we can find it. But um, yeah, it's a travesty, man. This guy, he's being treated like a criminal when he was just driving legal substance from one state to another, but just happened to be going through a fucking. Um, inspection just a, a ratchet ass state like Idaho man I, I I thought Idaho was was wholesome but I didn't realize that they didn't have any sense over there and I don't mean everybody that lives in Idaho I'm talking about the state police you know they didn't they didn't have any means of distinguishing whether it was cannabis or marijuana but they did get it tested and the testing came back well under the point zero three percent THC it was like point zero zero four, um, I do believe. So this guy, look at a picture of this dude, and they even got uh, they don't have, they got bags and bags of this shit, dude. There's no way if you look at the picture of the marijuana and the or the supposed marijuana in there, you can tell that is not weed. If you're trying to sell that as weed, dude, <laughs> you're not selling it to nobody. Not not in this day and age. Weed like that, that might be back in the 70s people would sell some shit that looked like that. But that is that is not marijuana, dude. That is industrial hemp, and they were going to use it. The company was going to use it to get the T, uh, the CBDs out of it. Ah. It was high in CBD. It, it wasn't. But look at all those bags of it. They're all marked. Who has the balls to drive down a highway in a semi with a bunch of that and not even have it sealed up or disguised? I mean, it's... It even said the bill of lading said it was hemp. Yeah. So, I mean, they were following all the rules of the road. I would hope that the legislatures in those states, in, in Idaho, would recognize that if you got states around you that have legal drugs and it's being transported from one state to another state in a legal manner between two businesses that can be tracked, then why are you um, holding the driver responsible for that, man? That's fucking stupid. What's Does it say this guy's name on here? Yeah. What's his name? I got a picture. Dennis of him. V. Pella Merck. Dennis, we're here to tell you that you got fucked in this deal, bro. We support you, Dennis. We support you. And if we had the following and I had the resources, dude, I would raise some money to help you out right now. Get you some honey buns at least. At least some honey buns. Because that's you deserve the best while you're locked up, but you deserve to be free, honestly. I'm hoping that the... the uh the company of this driver is at least getting them a lawyer. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. They should be. I think he was already released, but, yeah. This was the fr- this was the original story that I'm covering right now when they still didn't, um, they still weren't sure if it was marijuana. So if you're not sure, then why, why are you arresting him yet until the testing is done? Why is he in jail? You know, why would you do that to somebody? Because 
you get paid to do that. That's why. I think we lose sight. This is why the drug war is so dangerous. And it's a point people don't bring up a whole lot. Those resources could have been better used to actually fight some crime or patrol a neighborhood where people are dying or being, you know, stolen from or being, you know, robbed at gunpoint, shot. Most of those deals come from the drug deals as well because that's the kind of behavior that a black market um, creates. It creates an underworld. And uh, in, within that underworld, you have your own rules because you're not protected by the law. And the law is spending their time trying to fix not the problem, but they're, they're, they think that the drugs are the problem. And they think that taking drugs off the street is the solution. And treating guys like this is the solution. Tr- treating guys like uh, this guy right here is the solution to put him in jail. That is not the, that's not going to fix your problems. Um, it's just, you know, you see things like this, man, that's just a lot. That's 7,000 pounds. Somebody's going to drive 7,000 pounds of weed through Idaho. I'm sure they're not going to just be so open about it if they don't, you know, if they're not guilty. So let's move on to the next. I'm going to get off my soapbox on that one, but you guys know how I feel. That's why you're listening to this show because you feel that way too. And if you don't feel that way, listen anyways, fuck. Yeah. I'm not going to say that you're a bad person if you think you're, you have a different opinion than me, but I think you're wrong. Damn it. So we're going to go to the next story. This is on Bloomberg. We don't really cover a lot of mainstream. We, we do usually local stuff, but this is, this is pretty big raid, man. $36 million. Million. Hey, let them know our Twitter. Our Twitter is at the Daily Addict Show. Hit us up. We are tweeting every story out as we're doing them. So you can follow along as you listen or you can check it out later and see for yourself how fucked up this shit is, man. This stuff is not being... um paid a close enough attention to this stuff is not being followed closely by everybody here because we tweeted to trump didn't we we said you want to build your wall you want to build your wall trump and the drug war you could build your wall then you won't even need the wall for so for quote quote drugs because you know you could build fucking five fucking walls hell yeah you can build a wall all the way around this motherfucker if you wanted to fucking... I want a wall around my house. What's up? Well, shit, man. I don't know. Build that shit. Let's build it. We got to tax some drugs first. We got to quit people... We got to quit having people overdosing on these drugs, man. Um, But in the Philippines, they hate drugs over there. Their <laughs> government is all... Their government is fucking totally... Um totally against drugs man in the worst way whatever happened to being free that's only here for now man. i mean that's I'm only just in saying, certain i mean here i mean you're supposed to be free you should be able to do 
own your own body. Yeah. I agree with that. It's getting worse and worse. You know, back in the day when America was first founded, the United States was first founded, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to your body, dude. They probably didn't have meth back then, though. They had different things, though. I'm sure they had, you know, you ever see them old westerns? They had, like, snuff. I wonder if snuff was, like, coke or something or what the fuck was it? Anybody out there, you know what snuff was? They used to do that fucking snuff. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds funny. Hey, dog. Give me some snuff. You want some of this snuff? No, man, I I had enough. Snuffed out. No, that's no. But anyways, this story on Bloomberg. Uh, Cecilia Yap. What up, Yap? Yap. What up, Cecilia Yap? You need to listen to the DAP. That'd be us. (laughs) The Daily Addict Podcast. Get it? Get it? Yeah. But anyway, she covers this story. Um, In October, the president, Rodrigo Duterte, who has led the anti-drug war, and killed thousands of people since he took office only three years ago. He's killed thousands of people, man. Um, he don't give a fuck. He don't give a shit. And he said he will replace all officials at the country's Bureau of Customs with military officers after the illegal drugs worth billions of pesos slipped through the agency. So these drugs got into his country, dude, and he's fucking pissed. He's, he's, he's doing, uh, damn, man. Think about that. He's actually got. Uh, he's actually going military on everybody, dude. Mm-hmm. He's actually going military on everybody. They call so, that sh- shabu. They call it shabu. What is the word I'm looking for when uh, when you're military martial law? Yeah, he's gonna, they're going to have martial law over drugs in the Philippines pretty soon, dude. Mark my words for mark my words. If you guys aren't familiar, we cover the Philippines. That's something that we talk about a lot. It's the it's the uh, dirtiest, um, it's the dirtiest fucking laws in in the world where they just kill you if you're a suspected user or drug dealer. The government pays hitmen to kill you at four hundred dollars a pop, and the government also comes in and kills you. I mean, he he drove when he was the mayor before he became president. Uh, when he was the mayor of some of the on the Providence or something there. He would drive around on his motorcycle. He would personally kill people that did drugs. This guy is a fucking tyrant, man. He is a unsympathetic fucking psychopath. And if he thinks this is going to help him, he's wrong because now the cost of drugs is so fucking high there that it's so value. It's so worth like, like right now, $36 million in drugs is getting in there. People are still going to find a way to get it in there. You dumb fuck. But you you just you're he is so bad. But anyways, they made this bust. It got into the country. It was worth four billion pesos, which is what they go off of, I guess. But it was five hundred kilograms of um, methamphetamine and two hundred seventy four kilos of methamphetamine. That's crazy, man. How do you have the resources to make that much meth? Don't you, I was asking you earlier, what kind of chemicals, like, I know you don't know exactly, but what kind of shit besides Sudafed, don't you need, wouldn't you need to make 270 kilos of fucking meth, you're making millions of dollars of meth, you would need some fucking Heisenberg shit, you'd need some lab under somewhere, under a hidden car wash that 
processes chemicals that has barrels of shit coming in. You would have to have a, a big operation. I'm not impressed because they didn't stop where they make this shit. They just caught the drugs. Right. You know what I mean? You got to have a fucking major outfit. to Where are they doing this at? You know? And they're doing it big, man. I mean, it's worth it to them. And it's a dangerous drug, but it should be educated. This should be education for people. There's other alternatives. And if you're going to use some methamphetamine, there should be a dosage amount that you can use to get the effect you want, not eat it until, you know, not smoke it till your teeth fall out. I mean, people are going to use it if they're going to use it. They're going to use Why it. Why not try to make it safer for them? I would. They, I just seen a thing on a tweet uh, we had um, tweet from one of our uh, one of our followers there. They're talking about they released a chart of dosage for for ketamine. So it would be only smart to do that. And then there's a there's also a, a politician in Australia. She's a female. I don't I don't know her name right now, but. Um, she's she's got a big push for this uh pill testing so they want to be able to at concerts and festivals test the pills that people are taking so you know if it's loaded so you're not you know all the overdoses aren't really necessarily people that wanted to kill themselves they're just because this shit's unregulated but man that's a lot of fucking kilos to get in philippines good i'm glad you guys got it in there fuck you didierte yeah. I'll never go to the Philippines. Fuck them. But if I did, man, I'd fucking wear a pot shirt. <laughs> Big ass leaf on it. I don't give a shit, you man. You sat walking right in there. I know. Jeez. But I would, hey, I would die for something, though. I would die living. I'd die living in that fucker. <laughs> I would die living. Hell yeah. <laughs> walking. What does that even well, mean? Well, it just means I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm doing something. I'm not just dying in a corner somewhere. I'm actually doing something. Walking in with a shirt? I don't give a the shit. Fuck? It's something. It's not, you know, it's not laying in a bed. It's not overdosing. But, hey, can we tweet this story out? I our, did, man. Oh, shit. You're on top of it. Let's go to the next one, man. All right. Istanbul. This is crazy. Look at how we haven't been doing a lot of international drug bust, dude. This is crazy. You go to the uh, the daily news here um, in Turkey. Is that what it's called? The Hurriyet. <laughs> the Hurriyet. Hurriyet. Yeah, it's the Hurriyet. 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 It's in, it's in Turkey. We're going to tweet it out there so you can check it out. Look at all these drugs. Oh, my God. You could build the wall with those. Trump should be telling them, hey, let me use all them bricks to build my wall. <laughs> <laughs> you see the people up there? <laughs> yeah, you get high. Holy shit, that's a lot, dude. A hundred uh thirteen hundred fifty kilos, including heroin, skunk weed. That's the first time I've seen a them refer to it as skunk weed. Skunk weed. Yeah, that's like kind of like an old school term, but in Turkey maybe that's what they call it. What's a Turkish accent sound like? Like a Greek. <laughs> skunk weed. We got the skunk weed. A. A. In separate operations across the city. Oh, so it was in separate operations. But they got 850 kilograms. That's 1,800 pounds of heroin in in, in uh, Istanbul. Northernmost. Istanbul. Uh, in Istanbul. Two suspects, though. So it's not like it was a big ring. They got a bunch of people. But that is a lot. 
Check this out. Last week, Tur- Turkish police confiscated more than 1.5 tons of heroin, man. Holy, who's growing all that poppy seed? Read the next line down. According to police data, Turkish security forces have caught a total of 17.3 tons of heroin in 2018. Damn. Damn. These motherfuckers are making, like, like, like Ford's making cars. They're pumping out tons of heroin, man. They probably have all kinds of, like, when I think of these big things, like, these huge farms that are probably farming this stuff and that like the cartel leader comes down and there's like a bunch of canopies with like chicks without shirts on their titties hanging out and dudes running around with aprons on sorting out drugs. That's what I think of, you know, like new Jack city. You ever seen new Jack city? Yeah. That's what I think when I see, when I think of like 17 tons, I think that's going on. You know what I mean? Like he's coming down every morning, like how's production. Very well, very well. Check under her titty. They look too saggy. Search her before she leaves. Yeah, man. This is crazy. Going down in Turkey, man. That's a lot of fucking... That's one country. Think about this. Put this in perspective. This one little country that, uh, that they're just... Man, that's a lot. I wonder if that made an impact or maybe that was the dummy load. Maybe that 1.5 tons was the dummy load. They had 10 tons behind it. You know what I mean? Just kind of how, like when you drive home and somebody's a little drunk and you're like, I'll follow you. So Turkey is 79.81 million people. That's not very little. Just so you know. No, that's not little. I was thinking like in geographic areas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in population, that's a lot of people. 80 million. So, dude, this was probably like 80 million doses. Everybody's getting high in Turkey. Dude, this is a lot of doses, man. Last year, 17 tons. Big ballers. Somebody's balling. Somebody's balling out of control worldwide. All right, let's go to the next story. We beat Turkey up. This next one, one of our favorite outlets we like to follow, W-A-V-Y. Wavy.com, 10 Wavy. wavy. 10 Wavy. This is down, I think this is Florida because, um, yeah, we've covered Wavy.com before. I think it's down in Florida. It's 52 degrees wherever it's at, so they got to be down south because cold as fucking Michigan. So check this story out. You guys are going to love this on Wavy. A butt dial to 911 leads to a drug bust and arrests in Utah. So they're covering the story, but. It's probably from Utah, so. Five people were arrested after police said uh, a pocket dial of 911 led to the discovery of a wide assortment of drugs in the apartment. The gentleman that answered the phone didn't really want to give any information about who he was, if everything was okay. He was very, very vague to the point where it raised some concerns for our dispatchers. And we sent some officers out. (laughs) So this was uh, you butt dialed them and then you got on the phone and tried to explain shit and and was vague. I mean, I don't understand that. Why don't you, why don't you just hang up when you butt dialed the fucking... I wonder if they were getting high and shit while they, they realized the butt dial was like 20 minutes long and they'd just been sitting there talking about... Um, Lance Jensen and his... Um, he was in his bedroom... 
and they noticed a couple baggies of what appeared to be illegal drugs on the nightstand. They tested positive for heroin and cocaine. So they had a field test kit with them already. Maybe. Um, Most of them do. Yeah. Unless you're in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're in episode, go back to listen to episode one. They didn't know what something was for three days. But um, shout out to Texas, man. Love some uh, Corpus Christi. We went to Corpus Christi. It's That's what's up. I kind of dissed Texas on one episode. I said they were flat <laughs> and hot. and I didn't mean that, Texas. I love y'all. But check this out. Uh, this dude, uh, there was a, this guy Martinez said the officers then obtained a search warrant. Okay, Martinez is the uh, head officer there. Yeah, Craig Martinez. He described it as a smorgasbord of user amounts of various drugs. Smorgasbord, eh? So it was just a user house, probably. They had all kinds of, you know, it wasn't nothing major. They don't even have any amounts on here. There's not even any amounts. Come on, Wavy, get that shit right, man. I know. There's nothing. There's no pictures of the people, which is good. They did print the names of a couple of them. But the juice of this story is, man, dude, you butt-dialed 911 and got yourself busted. Now you're going to go to jail. How do you even butt-dial 911? That's a good question, man. Old flip phone or something or what, man? I don't know. Maybe, you know, when you bring up. Like, if you look at a, a phone, it comes up and there's a lock screen. A lot of times, it'll let you make an emergency call. But you got to dial 911. Well, maybe his ass dialed. Maybe he was, like, you know, <laughs> fucking around with something. He was doing some heroin, had the itch. He was, like, fucking around with his phone. You know? I don't know, man. But you... you that's some bad luck, man. You couldn't... You couldn't have dialed Domino's. You couldn't have dialed... The fucking anywhere else you dialed nine one one and brought the cop and then got on the phone. Sounds to me like he got on the phone and was like, didn't say anything. And then they were like, well, something's going on. He had to, you know, you we're gotta coming. be, we're you gotta be a smooth talker. You can't, you can't. God, man, you guys, you guys are doing this to yourselves sometimes. I hope you guys get out of it. What are their names again, real quick? Jensen, oh, Jensen, Lance, Jensen, Lance. Lance, we're going to send you a honey bun honey bun, and a t-shirt for the Daily Attic. And uh, the back of it says, don't butt dial 911. <laughs> 911 wasn't a joke. On that one, it wasn't. You know, now if you were in the hood, dude, and you really had a problem, like in Flint, Michigan, they probably wouldn't come. No. You're just living in the wrong state if you want to be butt dialing nine one one. That's the moral to that story. Let's move on to the next story. This is on uh, Variety dot com, and uh, this isn't really a story about a drug bust per se. Although this individual has been busted a lot uh, throughout his career, but it's Artie Lang, man. Artie Lang. Yeah, he's a he's a funny comedian. I I really look up to this guy. Uh 
not in a huge way, but in a in a comedic way. I think he's, uh, I think he was uh, did a stint with uh, Howard Stern and uh, Mad TV star. Um, but he's a well-known guy, and they got a picture of him. Just his nose is just blown out from cocaine, man. It's totally deformed. And any picture you see of him, if you scroll down and see the picture he took of himself on Twitter, um, three decades of drug abuse. If you want to follow his story, you can go to uh, at Artie Quitter. Artie Quitter. Artie Quitter, man. That's what he's doing now. Oh, good. Good, man. He's going. He's undergoing a treatment program. Yep. That's awesome. Well, there was a... There was a huge public Twitter... Um, there was a whole outbreak of comedians that were tweeting to him saying, man, get better. I think, uh, oh, which one was it? Which ones was it? Several celebrities, um, retweeted it and, and said, and were saying, Hey dude, you, you need to, you need to get better. He's, is he locked up? Yeah, on Variety, they have his, um, where he's locked up at. And, uh, but there was a lot of his, uh, and I don't know who the, who the comedic friends are, but you can just go on Twitter and see for yourself that he had several guys. I think Richard Lewis was one. Um, there were some other ones that said, please, please get help, dude, for your addiction. And, and when you when you see the results of addiction, this is the way we handle addiction, man. We we reach out to people, we tell them we care for them, we we make it more human. And this guy out of anybody deserves it, deserves another shot. People deserve a second chance, man. You're not, you know, it's not like you're everybody's perfect. You know, you have life is tough. And uh, for Artie, maybe he has some demons. You know, maybe he has something that he doesn't know how to handle. And, or maybe he's just, you know, that addictive personality to, uh, who knows what it is. I'm not trying to be the psychologist here, but I'm saying, man, people need help. I'm glad people are reaching out to this guy, you know? Um, with that being said, I think that, I think it's time for us to do our thing too, you know? I think it's, I think we're good. I think the show is good. I think that's our last, that's our last, um, story. So that's you, it, man. you got anything, you got anything to, no, don't butt down 911. Don't butt down 911. Yeah. Because when you do that shit, um, you make us all look bad and they still haven't reached a, um, verdict on Al Chapo, by the way. Oh, they haven't? No. It's going oh. go, to go into two weeks with the juror. I think that he's going to be found not guilty. I think that they're going to fucking. His uh, his lawyer has a bottle of uh, liquor. They're ready to take shots at the end of the trial when he's found not guilty. Oh. Tequila they brought in. 
So they're pretty, uh, they think he's going to be found not guilty. Well, if he gets off, dude, we'll take a shot for him. Fuck Hell it. yeah. I mean, he's a murderous killer, but only in Mexico, as far as I know. Yeah. And it's probably people that fucked him over, maybe. Who knows? Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Hey, man, he's like, he's like Harry Houdini, too, man. He's <laughs> he like, is. you know what I'm saying? He's like, he's escaped jail from Alcatraz, dude. He's like fucking Clint Eastwood. Anyways. Be good to each other. Take care. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for listening.